0: Today I'm going to give you five things that you should do before starting a transformation. Welcome to the Reinvent Your Health Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Kester. I'm a husband of over 25 years, a father of two boys, a certified transformational nutrition coach, and a health, fitness, and personal development junkie. In late 2019, I decided I wanted to make some major life changes, starting with my physical health. I started changing what I was eating, I joined a gym, and lost 35 pounds. I decided I wanted to help others, so I got certified as a transformational nutrition coach. This podcast is about sharing my transformation journey and helping others that want to transform their lives as well. So, if you are ready to make some major life changes and reinvent your health, then this podcast is for you. Thank you for joining me. So you're ready to make a transformation, which is great. But there are five things that I would highly recommend to do before starting your transformation that will set you up for success. So let's jump into these five things now. So, item number one is to make a doctor's appointment. So, you really want to schedule an appointment with your doctor, meet with your doctor, and then let him know what you're starting to do. And this is extremely important if you're going to incorporate exercise or you have any sort of uh, health complications like uh, you know high blood pressure, any, any history of heart disease, you really want your doctor to know exactly what you're getting ready to do. That way if there are any tests he needs to run or uh, you know scans he needs to do then he can get those done he can give you a clean bill of health he can or maybe you know back you down a little bit. Also if you're thinking about uh, taking some supplements, you can make sure that those don't interact negatively with any kind of uh, medications you might be on. So it's just very important that your doctor knows exactly what you're trying to do, and then they can kind of look you over and make sure everything is good to go. So number one is make that doctor's appointment. So number two is get a health coach. Now, obviously, being a health coach, I'm a little biased about this one. But the American Society of Training and Development did a study. It says that if you commit to someone, your intention or goal, that you have a 65% better chance of completing that goal. Now, if you commit to someone and you add in a specific accountability appointment, like an appointment you would have with your health coach, that you increase your chances of success, by 95 percent. So not only do health coaches help hold you accountable, but they will also help you in creating goals and help educate you along the way. So a health coach also should work in tandem with your doctor. So if you have your doctor's appointment and you get your labs or you get your test results and, and you share that with your health coach, Your health coach and your doctor should be in communication on your progress and where you're at. So number two is get a health coach. Number three is to document where you currently are. So it's very easy as you are going along, you know, changing your diet. Working out to your 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 changes are going to be subtle, and it's sometimes easy to not see those changes yourself. Um, have you ever like started something like this, and you're you haven't seen someone for you know several weeks, and you see them, and they're like, oh wow, have you lost weight? And you don't feel like you have, or you don't feel like you know you've made any progress, but they notice because they've been away from you for a while. So sometimes you can't see those subtle changes day after day. So that's why it's important. To really document where you currently are, so some examples of that would be to weigh yourself, write down that weight. Now the weight is not your only uh, measurement. A lot of people get too obsessed with weight, but it's also it's it's good to have that weight as a starting point. Another thing is to get your body fat tested. If your if your weight scale has the body fat test, that's a good indicator. If not, you could go to a gym and and see a uh, a trainer to get your body fat tested. Another thing is to take some before photos. Uh, that's a great way. A lot of times you can see things before some of the uh, some of the other numbers move. So taking some before photos uh, is a great way to see your progress. Uh, taking measurements that is really good. So where you can take you know waist measurements, leg measurements, arm measurements, shoulder, all the measurements, just so you can at some point in time measure yourself again to see where you're at besides just weight and body composition measurements. It's also good to kind of document where you currently are mentally, um, whether you're, you know, are physically, as far as, are you tired all the time, or you notice you don't sleep good, or you notice that you, you know, you're up on, are you, you know, you're up all night when you're trying to sleep and, and this, this, just how you are mentally and physically. Like, are you depressed or you're irritated easily? So it's just good to kind of document where you are uh, mentally. That way um, you can see if that stuff changes as well. But again, it's good to have all of these starting points. So that way when, uh, you know, three or four weeks have passed and you feel like you're getting nowhere, sometimes you can pull one of those out or all of those out and see that you've actually made more progress than you thought. So number three is document where you currently are. So number four is to get clear about where you want to go. So really it's about having a target to aim for. So that could be weight. It could be, you know, that number on the scale. It could be like, I want to lose 20 pounds. It could be um, a pair of uh, pants or shirt that you you haven't worn in a while or maybe you have a shirt that is too tight and you're like I want to I want to be able to put that on or a pair of pants you can't get on you're like I want to wear those um, document where where you want to go uh, a good a good thing to do is find a picture on the internet of someone that has a goal body that you would like to achieve and put that up somewhere A lot of times you can put that up in different places in your house. So a bathroom mirror is a good place. On the fridge is a good place. Sometimes that keeps you from wanting to open that refrigerator door. But also even I've taken goal photos before and I have put them on my uh, home screen of my phone. That way every time I open my phone, it's there. So it's just good to have some kind of a a visual of where you want to go. So you can have that visual on a, a vision board, which vision boards I'll cover in a later episode, but it's just a good, it's a good to have visual of where all you're wanting to go. So number four is get clear about where you want to go. All right. So number five is to identify your support group. So when you decide to start a transformation, there's obviously going to be people that support you. And there are obviously going to be people that don't support you. And it's good to kind of know who those people are and to know, let them know your plans. If you really have someone that always supports you in everything you do, let them know your plans. That way they can support you or they can watch you in times when you're not doing as good. And they say, hey, you, you know, you're kind of, you had this goal you told me about, but you're kind of living the, a little bit different than that. So it's good to kind of identify who those people are and, and let them know what your your plans are. That way you have other accountability people in your life. It's also a good idea as far as finding your support group is to find someone to actually work out with. So training just two times a week with a partner had a 78% increase on exercise level after 18 months. Also, when you exercise in a group or with others, you'll push yourself 160% more than if you trained alone. So it's really good to sometimes find someone to work out with. And I can tell you that whenever I'm working out with my son, I will a lot of times push myself harder because I don't want to get shown up by the younger guy. So if we're doing like, say we're doing push-ups and we'll do them head to head, I just do everything I can not to do less than him. And so I will probably put in more work, while I'm doing push-ups against him than if he wasn't there, I might quit a little sooner. So it's good to really have that exercise partner. So so number five was identify your support group. All right, so thank you so much for joining me on this episode. and if you like this episode, please subscribe, leave a, leave a positive review and share it with someone. And again, if you're interested in coaching, please visit my coaching website at KesterHealth.com.